What's up, everyone? Welcome to Beyond Sunday. Glad you could join us. With me is Pastor Stephen Gold, and uh, we are doing Beyond Sunday this time around as we are sheltered in place in our homes. And uh, so a little bit different vibe this time, not in our normal studio. Um, but uh, we had a great weekend. We just, uh, it's Sunday afternoon, and uh, it was awesome to see everyone online as well uh, throughout the entire East Bay. Um, the amount of households participating the last two weeks has just been really encouraging and awesome. The amount of people volunteering to help in any way and reach out to families in need has been really cool to see. Our church rally, Steve, I know you've been working with the Livermore campus a lot and helping people um, through this season. For me, it's just been really encouraging to see our church respond to this moment over the last yeah, week I or think, so. I think people are really taking seriously a lot of what we talked about this week is just their citizenship is not here and so when that's the case we respond differently we react differently to adversity and and uh i think people are just like i read something the other day someone uh went to the store and um an elderly person behind them asked for uh, asked someone if they had any bread or the at the clerk of the checkout line and the person it was like a, a guy in their 20s from behind said said oh ma'am I have I have an extra loaf of bread that you can have and if there's anything else in my cart that you want help yourself and I feel like that's so indicative of our church and who our church is and mm -hmm. how we're responding to some of this stuff right now yeah I don't know about you but homeschooling is not that's not my thing like I'm not about doing homeschooling Neither is my wife, Shauna. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're for sure adjusting to a new season, having the kids yeah, home. Yeah, I think I told, I told some people the other day uh, over text message, like, we're trying to figure out how to be nice to each other, being around each other this much. Like, mm -hmm. it's new. It's, norm, it's, it's our new normal, but it's different. Like, Jericho's getting cabin fever for sure, and he's running around like crazy. And, and then we do feel guilty when we're not keeping up with people that are doing a lot more than we are when it comes to homeschooling and all that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, um, you were able to like you, you, every Philipp, Philippians three, sorry, I can't talk, um, was building towards the end of our citizenship, citizenship in heaven. Um, and so I, I love where you went with it with talking about what are we, what is, where's our allegiance? Where does our loyalty lie? Mm -hmm. And, um, that's, that's something we all need to be challenged in because I think, um, for in any given moment, our loyalties change, our allegiances change. We can easily neglect what our priority is and get caught up in the moment and the worry of everything going on. And, um, and so just to be reminded that above everything else, like our one priority, our one allegiance is Christ. And then what yeah. does that mean? Yeah, I think really cool. the interesting thing is if, if you read this chapter, the whole chapter can be read through the lens of um that verse which in paul's writing it's it's also so interesting like next week pastor she's going to be going through the first part of philippians 4 but we get to the end of philippians 4 the week after and it's it's almost like his whole point was to encourage the church the whole time then he has like this thing to to thank them for and, and we'll get to that but um i love how he writes this and it's it's all it builds up to this thought of um we're citizens in heaven don't forget this hold on to this i mean they're going through crazy stuff persecution torment etc um and he's in jail and he's like hey make sure you don't you don't just fall in line with what rome is saying challenge what rome is saying challenge what um 
the gospel of Jesus Christ would, would cause you to challenge. And, and that's what he's encouraging them to do. And, and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great, but there's also a ton in the first, you know, 15 verses of this chapter that I didn't get a chance to get to. Um, I could have talked for about four hours, but. For sure. There's so much there. I mean, he starts off with uh, further, my brothers and sisters rejoice in the Lord as he's writing from prison. Yeah. Um, And I mean, I don't know how hard it is for you when things are a struggle to rejoice. Like, does that come naturally for you? No, I mean, I think you and I are similar in this is that we stay pretty even killed you more than me. Probably you stay, you, you have your, your highs and lows range from like here to here. Um, but, uh, but, um, I just think rejoicing in general is difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Um, not just when things are difficult, not just when things are challenging or hard, but, um, just in general. And I think that's some of what God's teaching me even through this season is, is the value of finding joy in him at all times, especially in difficult situations. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I have to be really intentional just about, um, taking like time and moments to, to process and think, to be able to like fully enjoy rejoice. Yeah. When I'm busy, when I'm just going through the day with a ton going on it, even though I stay even keel, I'm not really rejoicing. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a thing as much. Right. So, right. I was, I was thinking about that the other day, Jericho was on a, um, like they're doing all the zoom teaching stuff right now for school and his teacher just put a class together to ask, Hey, how are you guys doing? What's your favorite part about being home and what's your, and what's the worst part about being home? And the favorite part for all the kids, they have like, oh, I'm jumping on my trampoline or Jericho's was I'm jumping from my couch onto our beanbag, which terrifies my wife. Uh, he's learned to ride a bike, like all these things um, that are going on right now. And then the teacher asked, like, what's your, what's the worst part? And all the kids are like, nothing, we're fine. We're good. And so all these kids are yeah. maintaining this, this like great attitude and, and finding joy in things that are just like, I didn't even think about how much joy he gets from jumping off the couch onto our beanbag. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's that, that it's teaching me so much in, in this season. Yeah. You know what? Dogs are really happy right now also because their owners never leave the home. Like dogs <laughs> right. are the happiest things ever. This is great yeah. for them. But it's hard with the fear of there's just so much we don't know in terms of how this is going to play out over the next couple months mm-hmm. um, that to adopt a mindset of rejoicing is difficult to do, but it's so different when we do choose to do it. And we are able to sit with the Lord long enough to see things that we can be grateful for, things that we can really appreciate or even anticipate as we set our eyes towards heaven. And ultimately we know how the story ends, even though we don't know how the next 12 months are going to play out in the world. Um, and being able to adopt that mindset, it's, it's, it's what attracts people to who Jesus is. And when they see that in us, it's really appealing. And that's what our neighbors, you know, I think our neighbors want to see as we love them. Um, I think that's the most, I think that's the most difficult part too. Like someone on the chat last night uh, after the sermon said, I get this with my mind, but my heart doesn't always get there. And I think yeah. that it's like, it's a full, it's a full commitment to say, and it doesn't mean the fears and anxieties don't creep in at different points, but it's a full commitment to say, Hey, this is, this is who I am. And this is what I'm here for, which I think all of this leads to that bigger, deeper question is who am I and what am I here for? Mm-hmm. And to get past the place of self is not easy. 
No. And so I think it's, it's a lifelong, I mean, Paul like talks about it a little bit later. Where's the verse here? I'm looking through Philippians three. Not that I've already attained this verse 12 of Philippians three, not that I've already obtained this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Like he's saying the yeah. same, like he's saying rejoice. And I know in prison he is rejoicing, but I'm sure based on how he writes throughout all of his letters, he has moments of sorrow in jail where he's, he's worried and he's not sure how this is going to play out. Like you could yeah. see it in some of his writings and he even admits here, like I haven't arrived. This is still a struggle for him to rise above self and to fully live in the reality of heaven being our allegiance, heaven being our home and what mm -hmm. is yet to come is, is that is what we're anticipating. And um, yeah, even verse 11, he says, and so somehow, attaining to the resurrection from the dead it's like i don't understand this yeah just so like it's just such a a humble position to be in where he's like i don't but i'm gonna keep moving forward and straining toward what's ahead i'm i'm forgetting the even the terrible things i did before and how that has affected people um and and all the things that i thought i knew i'm just moving toward what is ahead i'm moving toward jesus I'm moving toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward, which is the prize, the, yeah. the um, heavenward in Christ Jesus. So It reminds me of Olympic athletes who, you know, the 2020 Summer Olympics are coming up, but they're, they might not even happen with everything that's going on. Who knows? But the years in which they train and prepare for that, for that one summer um and you could just imagine in that training the moments where they want to quit the moments where the training's too hard day after day after day and for the like if they're training for two years right i mean they they don't get to compete like yeah they have like national things and things to prepare them but like most days they're not competing they're not experiencing the joy of competition they're training with no reward Right. Because they know the reward is to come if they if they keep striving, if they keep enduring, especially through the hard moments when they want to quit, when they want to give up, when they want to get super down. Um, I, I I hear that in Paul's writing here. You hear it in Paul's writing elsewhere as well, where he's referring to um, the walk as a race. Like it's this mm -hmm. long marathon race um, that, I mean, it sucks parts of the way along the marathon. Like yeah. it it sucks. You want to, you want to be done. You want to focus on something else because like the rewards of heaven of, and what is to come, it seems too far away and not present enough to always be the motivation that we need. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, sometimes it's just, it's not enough motivation in our family and our what's going on in our country tends to be so much more present that our allegiance aligns more with those just because it's more, like everyday real in our life. And so it really takes that intentionality to step out of those things um, on purpose to, to really focus our mind and heart. Otherwise it's hard. It's like almost impossible to do. Well, I think that's, I don't remember who wrote this, but there was an author who wrote some, something about the difference between trying and training. And the point you're making is so, so important that, that it's not just like, Oh, we're going to try to live this out or like we have to train ourselves to live this way. And that there's so many different things that come into play like that, like, um, like our proximity and awareness of our proximity to God and God's presence in the world, our um, understanding and and a processing of His Word and what He teaches us, our um, 
our, our time that we spend speaking and listening to God and, and, and hearing from God. And I think that's so important that it's not like, oh, cool, today I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to be better at this. Like it's no, no, we gotta, we gotta train, we gotta work hard to get mm-hmm. to this place. Cause no one, no, none of those Olympic marathon runners show up on the day of the marathon, like after not training for two years and they're like, okay, cool. I'm just going to run. I'm just going to try hard. 26.2 today. months. Yeah. I'm going to try and see what happens. No, they trained and we have right. to train. Same, same true for us as followers of Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it's like us when we do sports trivia, like we've watched sports for so many years, we've trained for those sports trivia moments. Uh-huh. It's just a bummer I... that none of our friends are as good as you and I are. I mean, that's true. Like we always win. They just haven't trained as hard. <laughs> They're trying too hard. Speaking of like enough. wasting time doing things that are not significant, Paul uh-huh. um, talks about his his life as a as an amazing Jewish leader mm. and persecutor of Christians, and basically mm. classifying him as like the Jew of all Jews for his generation. Yeah. And then says it was all a complete waste of time. Not only was it a waste of time, it was actually like a loss. It was going backwards. It was accomplishing Mm -hmm. the opposite. And he considers it all loss for this, whatever we're getting, whatever I thought was like awesome. And I was patting myself on the back. It's now trash that you need to throw away. And, um, so that's probably our time watching sports. But anyways, I'm not going to change. I don't know if we can make that. I don't know if we can make that jump. That's That's a a too big of a jump. Yeah, yeah, probably. So, I mean, the, Paul was a, like the Jewishness, the way he he lived that out and practiced that was pretty extreme. Like we just cheer hard for sports teams that have followers of Jesus Christ on them and they're close to God's heart. <laughs> but there's things that we strive for um, that are not like centered in our allegiance to Christ that I know there's a lot of things in my past that I can think of that I, I put a lot of energy in and I strive towards those things and I can see now it was a complete waste of time yeah yeah like it was it and was even, not what i was even, called to even like things that i thought i was doing um for god that i think i but as i look back on it, it was more for me than it was for god and i wasn't really living out my what to your point what i was called to and i think that's kind of what paul's saying here too is like i was doing all these things to try and be the best jew which like culturally get the the more things you did right, the closer you were to God. And, and he was even persecuting people who didn't believe in, in um, the way of the Jewish people and was persecuting Christians and stuff. But he's like, I wasn't right. And I wasn't, I wasn't doing that correctly. And I was pursuing things that weren't um, of value or worth, but what is of value of worth? So I put all that, that's just like garbage to me now. What's, what matters most is, Jesus Christ and Christ crucified and Christ resurrected and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and the way I live out his commands, mm-hmm. uh, which like, I wish I was around then to see that shift in Paul, because it would have been like the craziest turnaround in out of any person ever mm-hmm. going from killing Christians to now imitating Christ. It's just, yeah, it's intense. It is intense. All right. Well, I think that's enough for this episode. Um, so we're praying for you all um, as you continue on in this week um, and as our country and the whole world uh, is dealing with uh, COVID-19 and all the ramifications of that. And those of you who are um, really struggling with this, this is, this is a difficult season. You are not able to rejoice. Maybe you lost your job, finances are tough, um, or you're just gripped in fear and you need prayer. 
our church, we want to help in any way we can help. And so check out cornerstoneweb.org, uh, specifically our care page. And we have ways for you to um, request help. And uh, we want to come around you as a church and, and help in any way that we can and be the church in this moment for you and, uh, and for so many people throughout the East Bay um, who are turning to us for, for help right now. And so we want to continue to be the church that God's called us to be and to be a light and a hope and uh, to love everyone as well as we possibly can. So we're praying for you and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again next week. See ya. Love you guys.